everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Pokedex Radio Podcast by Flashlight Studios. My name is Gabriel, and today is September 1st, 2009. Today we're not going to have a full episode because I didn't have time to prepare. Um, if you've heard previous episodes, uh, I've mentioned I'm a college student, and the fall semester started last week. Everything's been really hectic, so um, the next episode I'm going to try to bring you a full episode. If not, then I'm just going to give you just some of the news that I've heard and read emails and stuff like that. But for now, uh, we're not going to have, like I said, we're not going to have a full episode. There's not going to be a main topic. I'm just going to read some news, read some of the emails, and give you a little bit of an update on the contest that we've been having. Well, it ended last, uh, it ended yesterday, August 31st, to submit an entry, but you guys can still vote, and but we'll talk about that in a little bit. We have quite a few articles in the news today, but I'm only going to read two of them. The first article is about Heart Gold and Soul Silver. The release is set for Spring 2010, which we've pretty much all known. Uh, and Japanese versions, of course, are going to be released September 12th, which is in a couple of days. So Spring 2010 for Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Our second article is also about Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Uh, it talks about two of the trailers for the games. I've only seen one of the trailers. I haven't been able to find the second one. But uh, according to Bulbapedia, according to this article, it talks about the first trailer, about you know the Pokemon being able to follow you and stuff like that. It talks about uh, the gym leader, Jasmine, which we were able to see in Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum, who gives you the uh, HM for Waterfall. The second video, uh, which is the one I haven't seen yet, talks about the move Headbutt. If you remember from the original Gold, Silver, and Crystal games, you can go over to a, uh, a tree and use the move Headbutt on the tree, and it'll make a Pokemon fall. And then you'll be able to battle and capture that Pokemon. And uh, that's going to return to the new Heart Gold and Soul Silver games. Uh, in the in the video, they also show uh, the Johto Radio Tower. So I'm sure we'll be seeing a lot more very soon. Um, that's it for the news. We're going to be skipping the main topic. Uh, let's get on to the Pokemon of the episode. The Pokemon of the episode today is a requested Pokemon, Gengar. Uh, Gengar, number 94, in the uh, the National Pokedex, is a first-gen Pokemon. Um, is a ghost poison type. It evolves from Ghastly at level 25 into Haunter, and then you have to trade Haunter in order for it to evolve into Gengar. Uh, Gengar has the ability of Levitate, and it's his only ability that it can uh, it can have. Levitate. It says, damage-dealing ground-type moves have no effect on this Pokemon. It cannot be trapped by the Arena Trap ability, and it takes no damage from spikes, which is always good. Um, I'm not sure if that also includes Poison Spikes. I'm pretty sure it does, but I don't know. Gengar's stats, HP 60, Attack 65, Defense 60, Special Attack 130, which is very good, Special Defense 75, and Speed 110. Again, very good. Really great stats for a Pokemon. Uh, I've noticed a lot of people do use it uh, when I battle on the uh, in the battle tower through the, the Wi-Fi battles. Now for ways to find uh, a Ghastly, uh, which you are able to find all three of them. Usually you're not able to find all three of a uh, an evolution chain. But this time you are able to find all three of them as long as you have uh, either the original DS or a DS Lite, and we'll talk about that in a second. But for Ghastly... Uh, in Diamond and Pearl, you're able to find it in the Lost Tower, 
or in the old chateau. In Platinum, you're able to find it in the Eterna Forest at night, the old chateau, the lost tower, or in Turnback Cave. For a Haunter, you can either evolve your Ghastly at level 25, or to find one in the wild, in Diamond and Pearl, you can find them in Turnback Cave, or in the old chateau, as long as you have Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald, Fire Red, or Leaf Green insert into the bottom of your DS. Like I said, you need either a DS or a DS Lite for that. Uh, and for Platinum, you can find them in the Turnback Cave. And uh, I'm not sure if the... Um, but now for Gengar, um, you could either trade your Haunter and evolve it into a Gengar, or in Diamond and Pearl, you're able to find it in the old Chateau, in the uh, the Eye Room. The Eye Room meaning uh, uh, the one where the there's a, a picture... And if you look away from the picture, it has it looks like it has eyes and is looking at you. Um, this is actually, I'm sorry, for Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum. All three rooms, uh, all three games, in the same room, in the old chateau, in the Red Eye Room, uh, with any Game Boy Advance game. Again, Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald, Fire Red, or Leaf Green. And those are ways to find Ghastly, Haunter, or Gengar. So that's it for the Pokemon of the episode. Now on to the question of the episode and emails. The question of the episode last time was, what is your favorite shiny Pokemon? Uh, we got quite a few emails also because of the contest, but um, I'm only going to read a, a couple of them just right off the bat, and a couple of uh, other emails have some questions uh, about certain things. First email is from Jared. Uh, Jared says, uh, I have to say my favorite is Scizor uh, because it's green, and he says he's upset because a shiny Ditto doesn't transform into a shiny Pokemon, which um, I can understand that it doesn't, but still, you know, it is kind of disappointing that Shiny Ditto doesn't, evo doesn't transform uh, into a Shiny Pokemon. So thanks, Jared, for your email. Uh, next email is from Lance. Uh, Lance says, Hey, Gabriel, congrats on the 10th episode. The rant was awesome. And he says, My favorite Shiny Pokemon would have to be my Ariados Mojo. It's awesome with the purple and blue on it. Hope to see a podcast about you ranting. Um, I've never actually seen a... Uh, a shiny Ariados. Uh, of course, you can look up pictures of it on the internet. That's cool. You were able to uh, to find a shiny Ari uh, maybe Spinarak, and then evolve it into an Ariados uh, afterwards. Um, about the podcast about me ranting, it's still in the works. I was going to do another rant today, but I don't have time to do it. There is some stuff I'm going to talk about. I might do kind of a, a half rant sort of thing because of a one of the uh, uh, an email from um, both from Matt and uh, from Noel. They kind of had me thinking earlier about something that happened to me uh, a couple years ago. I'm not going to rant on that, but I, I might just uh, tell you a little bit of a story, sort of. Um, so thanks, Lance, for your email. Our next one is from Lexgear. He says, uh, in regards to the last podcast, my favorite shiny Pokemon is Steelix. It looks sweet, gold-plated. Uh, I just wish the shiny Onyx was like Diamond or something, but no, it's just a slightly discolored Onyx. Yeah, it's kind of disappointing. I was... I was also expecting to see something maybe like diamond or even a um, a different kind of stone colored. What slightly discolored is okay, I guess. But Steelix does look very cool. So thanks, Lex, for your email. Um, our fourth email today is uh, from Yulia. Uh, she says, uh, uh, Hello again, Gabriel. It was hard to find a favorite shiny Pokemon. There are a lot of them that look better than they usually do and some uglier. Uh, but I did find one for the fir uh, for the first three generations that I liked, and uh, she said Voltorb for Kanto, Umbreon for Johto, and Surskit for Hoenn. Uh, Umbreon is actually my favorite out of the three that uh, you mentioned, uh, because it uh, it is um because its rings are blue instead of the gold. 
that we that we normally see. And she asked me a question. She goes, uh, "Again, I have a question for you. Not so complicated this time, though, because last her last question was a uh, kind of difficult to answer." But she says, uh, "Sometimes you talk about in-game Pokemon. Uh, as far as I understand, it's Pokemon that you battle with, and so on. But what is an out-of-game Pokemon then?" In-game meaning uh, a non-competitive Pokemon. That's what I mean by in-game Pokemon. And out-of-game, if you want to use that term, I guess you could uh, you can say a, co- a competitive Pokemon instead. But uh, thank you, Yulia, for that email. Um, I know some some people sometimes uh, are a little confused about that. I've actually had friends that I try to explain Pokemon to, and they also have that same question. What do you mean by in-game, and then what is an out-of-game Pokemon? On to the last two emails. Um, this one's from Matt. He says, uh, hi, this is Matt. I just started playing Pokemon around the time Platinum came out. I don't usually play with cards, but my brother loves them. He had a shiny Pidgeot, and I traded it for all my cards except the Metagross. Uh, I was wondering if the odds of getting a shiny card are the same as getting one in the game. Uh, and answering your question, my favorite shiny Pokemon is Tyranitar. Now, I'm going to leave your question there for a second, Matt, and I'm going to go on to Noelle's question. Because hers, her question kind of goes along with the story I'm about to tell. So you just hang in there, Matt. And uh, Noelle, she says, uh, hey, you guys, I love your show. Uh, it's, it's so informative. I, just, I subscribed a few days ago, and I've listened to all your podcasts. Uh, I love Pokemon a lot, but I'm 15. My friends say I love it way too much for a girl my age. Uh, I like the shows, the games, and even um, the money-wasting collectible junk that they sell at GameStop, like the Piplup Collector's Stylus, uh, that you bought that. Uh, I'm just a diehard fan of Pokemon, but i got to know, what do you think is over the top? Uh, like, what is the line between a diehard fan and an obsessive creep? I just got to know, and I hope you can help. Now, I read both of those emails to tell you a little bit of a story. And I'm going to answer both of your questions in a second, but I'm going to tell you a little story. A couple years ago, I think I was about 15, 16, something like that, I had gone with some of my cousins, two of my cousins, to the Nintendo World Store in New York, right? I had been working by then, so I had some money. And... I wanted to buy some stuff for them because, you know, they're my younger cousins and, you know, obviously I want to buy something for them. And I had some money, so I, I felt like spending money that day. Um, when we were in the, the Nintendo World Store, which was called the Pokemon Center before, now it's called the Nintendo World Store. We were in there, and I didn't see anything that I wanted to buy. The time I went there before, I bought like a, a bunch of like Pokemon CDs and stuff, because before they had a lot of Pokemon memorabilia and like movies and stuff like that. And uh, I didn't feel like buying anything, and I asked them if they wanted anything, and they both told me no. That they didn't want anything, and that their mother said not to buy them any- for me not to buy them anything. But I tried to insist, and they kept telling me no. So, I didn't see anything that I wanted to buy. So, I just went ahead, and I grabbed uh, I grabbed three packs of Pokemon cards, and it was the uh, Neo Destiny pack. Okay? And when we were getting back home, my mother saw that I bought some stuff, and she got angry at me for not buying stuff for my cousins. And after explaining to her that they didn't want anything, she insisted of me on giving them each one pack. So, even though they didn't want anything, I still had to give up a pack of Pokemon cards. Right? So there was three packs, and there was three of us, so I kept one pack, and I had to give one to each of them. Now, I opened up my pack. There was nothing special in it. My younger cousin, he opened up his pack. He got nothing special also. But uh, I- I'm the oldest out of my cousins, and uh, the second oldest one, uh, who's a couple years younger than me, she opened up her pack. And she, in her pack, it was supposed to... Keep in mind, these are my cards. I didn't want to give them away. They didn't want anything in the first place. I, I was forced to give them these packs. She opened up the pack that I gave her. In that pack was a Shining Charizard. 
Okay. Now, I have the original Charizard card. I opened it up when I was like eight, and it's it's been in mint condition ever since. I always keep my stuff very neat, very clean. Um, and she opens up this card, and she turns it to me, and she asks me, "This looks cool. Is this any good?" And immediately I flipped out. I was like, "Oh my god, you just got a shining Charizard card!" Um, you know, and I was trying to do anything I could to try to get the card from her. I offered her my cards. I said, "You want to trade all of my cards for this one card?" And they don't collect Pokemon cards. They don't care about Pokemon. They don't play video games and stuff like that. They're very weird kids. She would not give up the card. And I was 16 at the time, and she's a couple years younger than me. I think uh, she was 10 at the time. And I was like, I'll do anything. Just give, uh, just let me have the, uh, that one card back. And she wouldn't give it to me. And she kept, you know, bragging and like shoving it in my face, saying, "Haha, I got this card." The thing is, they don't appreciate Pokemon at all. I mean. To some people, that's kind of weird. And to Noel, I know you say that you might be over the top. I don't believe that you're over the top. Um, mainly because I don't know you and I don't know how you are with Pokemon. But from the little bit that you gave me in the email, I don't believe you're over the top. I believe I might be a little bit over the top than you are. But I just I just went nuts. I wanted that card back and uh, they wouldn't give it to me. Um, because I was already so bad enough not to buy them stuff in the first place, even though I offered and offered and offered. They didn't want anything, so I didn't buy them anything. To this day, I'm angry about that. It's been like three years later. I'm 19 now. To this day, I'm very angry at that. I don't know how much the card is worth if I try to go buy it from a store, but if I, I know if I go and try to ask them about the card, they will either tell me that either, one, they lost it, Two, they don't know where it is. Or three, they threw it away. Okay? And to some people, at least to me, that angers me a lot because this was my card. I had it. I, and I was forced to give it away. Which makes me very angry. And maybe some of you can empathize with me. Like right now, I'm getting very angry while I'm telling this story. I was thinking about this before and I was really angry about it. Um, but I'm trying to keep calm just for the show. But... um it was just really, really, it it really, it really pissed me off doing that. And I'm very angry at my mother for, you know, forcing me to give these cards away that they didn't even want in the first place. And then after they found out how, after um, my cousin, after she found out uh, how much this card meant to me, and she didn't give it to me. So, again, it was just uh, it's something that really pissed me off, and it's something that, it, it sticks in my mind even to this day. Just, that was just a little story I wanted to tell. Uh, but for Matt... Uh, his question was, uh, what are the odds of getting a shiny Pokemon? Um, to be honest with you, I don't know. Um, I looked up uh, the shiny cards on uh, Bulbapedia, and they say it's 300 to 1. But then again, it's how many packs are you buying? Every time you go buy Pokemon cards, if you buy one pack every couple of weeks, you know it's going to be very rare for you to find a shiny Pokemon card. Um, I don't know if they still sell the cards in boxes, because I remember before they used to sell... Um, boxes of like a, I think it was a 24 packs of Pokemon cards. Um, if you buy one of those, I'm sure your odds will go up significantly for shiny cards. But it really depends on how many cards you're, how many packs are you buying, uh, how often you buy packs. Like, like I said, if you buy one pack every every month or so, chances are you're not going to find a shiny Pokemon card. But if you buy um, maybe you know five or six every month or even more, I don't know how how often you buy Pokemon cards. If you buy a lot your chances raise significantly. But according to Bulbapedia, what I read... Give me a second, let me see if I can find that page again. 
Um, according to that page, it says, uh, oh, I lost it. Okay. But according to what I read before, it says that they were 300 to one. So I, I don't know if that's still true to this day. Um, and I still can't find it. Okay. The odds of finding, uh, the odds of finding, uh, them in a booster pack were stated as 300 to one. So 11 cards in a pack, you know, 300 divided by 11, which, um, for the life of me, I can't do math quickly in my head. So it's like 30 packs, we'll say. It's like 333, whatever. Let's say you buy 30 packs of cards. Chances are you might find one. Again, chances always work against you. At least they always work against me. Um, you're not going to find a shiny Pokemon card. At least compared to the games, out of every 8,192 in the games, compared to the cards, I'm sure it's a lot easier to find uh, a shiny Pokemon in the cards. So thank you, Matt, for your email. Now to Noel. What is over the top? Buying a Piblup stylus uh, for the DS, I wouldn't consider that over the top. I myself have wanted to buy those. I just never had the money to go ahead and buy them whenever I went to buy games because I, I always took enough money just for my game, even though you know, I have a credit card and everything. I'm old enough to have those kinds of things. Um, I don't like spending a lot of money all the time unless uh, you know I have a lot of money in, in my pocket uh, and I'm able to spend it and I know there's some sort of income, but right now, um, with the economy, and I'm a full-time student, so it's really hard to find a job that will fit into my schedule, and, uh, well, actually, just finding a job in general is really hard right now, and this, uh, whole Flashlight Studios thing really isn't bringing me any money, but that has nothing to do with this. Anyways, unless you're walking around dressed up like Pikachu all day, uh, I'm pretty sure you're fine. Uh, you should be fine. There's just some people that will try to put you down about that kind of stuff. I remember, um, obviously, I've liked Pokemon since it came out. But um, I remember when I was in fifth grade, everybody stopped liking Pokemon. I was uh, 10, 11 at the time. And people were making fun of me, saying that, why you should like Pokemon is such a kiddie thing. Meanwhile, we're in fifth grade. Okay? We're all little kids anyways. It's really how you look at it. Usually, I don't like to judge people um, on, you know... I've seen people when I was in high school. I used to see people walking around with, like, Naruto headbands and... uh I saw one girl dressed up as Tsunade once, but obviously it wasn't like as crazy as the sh as the uh, as her outfit is on the show. But she had like the the, the green jacket thing uh, and like jeans and stuff on with the headband around her head, um, which was really weird. And like in my head, I was like, what, "That girl is weird for doing that. Why would she do that?" But I didn't like say it out loud. You know, I always kept it to myself. I don't like to judge people out loud. And obviously, I didn't, you know, turn to my friend and say, oh, look how stupid she looks or anything, because, I mean, I used to watch Naruto, you know, big deal. I'm not going to dress up like Naruto, um, but that's just my personal choice. And if you go to things like conventions and stuff, um, if you really believe you're over the top, go to conventions. A lot of those people are really over the top, um, like anime conventions and stuff like that. Uh, people dress up. People go all out. Sometimes it's a lot of fun. Uh, and some some costumes are um, look good on people, and sometimes it's just like a crazy out of uh, you know, really out of this world kind of costume. Uh, there's even a um, one girl that's been popping up ever since uh, Comic Con of this year. Uh, I forgot her name. Her name is Jessica something. There's pictures of her, you know, dressed up as you know either Pikachu or Zangoose. Pictures of her dressed up as other things, and they're very um, you know, very sexy looking photos. If I, I'll just say that. But I don't believe that's over the top. That's kind of you know. You're in the moment, it's like a convention, you're at either like Comic-Con or whatever other conventions there are, um, and it's a lot of fun, and everybody dresses up anyways, so in that environment, I'm, I'm, I'll am i say you're okay, 
But if you're dressing up at school like a Pikachu and you're walking around like that, unless it's for like a joke or you just feel like doing it just out, out on a whim, unless you do it every day, that's a little weird. Uh, unless you want to explain more, and I'll try to email you back about it. But, uh, I mean, look at me. I have a podcast about Pokemon. That Some of my friends laugh at me because of it, but then again, they don't care. Uh, it's something that I enjoy. They know that I enjoy doing this. You're just a, a diehard fan, and that's what we all are. I'm sure you would realize when you're being obsessive about it, but I'll, I'll call you a diehard fan, and if if you'll call me a diehard fan and not an obsessive creep, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call you an obsessive creep, you know, uh, I'm you're fine, don't worry about it. But uh, thank you, Noel, for your email. So for a question of the episode today, we're gonna go with um, or we're gonna keep going with uh, Noel's little question. How much do you think you like Pokemon? And if you want to uh, um. Send in, like, pictures of yourself or something, like, dressed up in Pokemon. Just, you know, go all out with it if you want to do something like that or whatever. I'll see if I can put them up on the site as, uh, like, uh, fan pictures or something like that. Um, how, really, just, uh, unless you just want to answer the question of how obsessed are you with Pokemon. I wouldn't say obsessed. Uh, how much of a fan are you? At least for me, I've always wanted to dress up as Ash for Halloween, but I, I really don't want to do it as, at the same time. I've been planning on doing it for the past couple of years, uh, at least since I've had my own car. I've been really lazy. Whenever it comes to Halloween, you know, it's uh, usually Halloween's like on a school night or something like that, and I just get really lazy. I don't feel like doing it. How big of a Pokemon fan are you? Uh, you know, for me, I have most of the games. I have. I used to collect the cards. I have a lot of Pokemon cards. I'm missing, uh, I think, five of the Pokemon games, but a lot of them are the older games, like a uh, Pokemon Puzzle Challenge. I think it was called for the N64. I'm missing um, Pokemon Trozy, Pokemon Dash for the DS. The Ruby and Sapphire Pinball for the Game Boy Advance. I'm missing a couple of games, but um, all the uh, you know uh, main series games like uh, Red, Blue, Yellow, Gold, Silver, whatever. Uh, all of those I have. And me, I don't dress up like Pokemon. I don't have. I have Pokemon T-shirts, but um, I bought those when I was like 10. We'll uh, let's see how you guys are. How how much of a Pokemon fan are you? How and if you want to say obsessive, how obsessive are you? But obsessive in a good way, not a bad way. So, you know, you don't have to worry about being bad-mouthed or anything. And if you want to send in, like, pictures of yourself dressed up as a Pokemon character or whatever, or if you have uh, pictures, if you've ever been to conventions, if you've seen, uh, um, if you have pictures of yourself dressed up or whatever, um, that's fine. Like, hopefully, uh, hopefully they're pictures of you. I don't want pictures of, like, random people and then them emailing me saying, you know, why do you have this picture of me on your website? Hopefully pictures of you in Pokemon attire. Um, if it's just a t-shirt, that's fine. You know, whatever. Um, I'm not going to put anything bad on the site. Don't worry. Uh, if, I, if I get any, like, weird emails, I'm not going to put them up on the site. You know, keep them safe for work. You know, I don't want any, uh, we'll just call them weird pictures for now. Um, I don't want any weird pictures from anybody. If that, uh, if that, I just won't put them up on the site. You know, I'll delete them from my emails, whatever. Now, before we end the show... Um, I'm sure all of you have been waiting for me to mention something about the contest. Uh, we had the contest; it ran for like two months or something like that. For the logo, they're up on the they're up on the website flashlight-studios.com forward slash contest htm. Go ahead, pick your favorite. Uh, it's it's numbered one through nine. If you can just send in a number, or if you, uh, cause some people have sent in uh, descriptions of the one that they want to vote for. I mean, it's only been a couple of. Uh, it's been like 24 hours since I put them up, and we've gotten already a lot of votes. 
I'm not going to say, you know, if there's uh, so far if anybody's winning or anything. I'm not going to mention any of that right now. I'm going to mention that when the contest is over. And uh, the voting ends September 15th, 2009. So go ahead, vote for your favorite. Uh, if some of you uh, go on forums and stuff like that, um, I know sometimes it's it's wrong to post up a link to a, an external website on forums. But if um, if your forum allows it, go ahead, you know, put up a link uh, asking them to vote. I want, I want to see a lot of votes is pretty much what I'm saying. So go ahead. We got a we got a bunch of really good pictures, and uh, right now I'm I don't hold any bias towards any of them. If I could, you know, give a prize to everyone who sent in something, I would, but uh, I obviously can't. Whoever win, whoever wins is obviously getting the prize of the Jirachi. Uh, send in your votes to flashlightstudios at gmail dot com. Go ahead, see the show notes for all the news articles because I only mentioned two, and we have like ten. Is uh, pokedexradio.blogspot.com for the contest. Just flashlight-studios.com uh, forward slash contest.htm to see the pictures and then obviously vote for them. If you have a Twitter, you can follow me on Twitter. Um, just twitter.com uh, slash uh, fsgabriel. fs meaning, you know, flashlight studios. So fsgabriel. Uh, so that's pretty much it for today's episode. I think I gave all the information that I needed to, uh, like all the links and whatever. But again, everything is going to be in the show notes, the email address, the website address, um, the page uh, on the website, the see the entries to vote for. So that's pretty much it. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Again, my name is Gabriel, telling you to live, laugh, and catch them all. And we'll see you guys next time.